Hello everyone, this is Dr. Liesel Ulbrecht telling you to listen to the 10th floor, General Hospital, the 10th floor. It's a wonderful podcast. Mwah. Nurses Station. Hey everybody, welcome back to the 10th floor. It's me, Matt, and I know this wasn't as exciting. It's because I'm sad. Why are you sad? And I'm Kat, you guys. Hi. Good I'm afternoon. S- good morning. I'm good sad. evening. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I'm <laughs> sad, but also happy. I'm sad, but also satisfied. I'm sad, but also feel a sense of completion. I'm sad, but also feel a sense of excitement and wonderment for the future. I'm sad because we had to say goodbye to Lenny. I know. But Damn. I'm happy with how it all happened, though. Me too. I, you know, it's so, you know, I just, I just did not see that coming. I mean, I saw it coming, but I didn't see it coming that episode, okay? So, mm-hmm. I said to Grandma, we're watching, and I said to Grandma right before the commercial, boy, I don't think Lonnie, I don't think Lenny's long for this world. And after the commercial, he stinking died. I was like, well, I didn't mean that best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, um, I can't say, oh, gosh, you know, you know, I, I can't say that I ever felt a sense of surprise uh, with it. I wasn't like, oh, my gosh, it was this episode. I definitely knew that it was going to be quick. That's something that I commented on when he was first diagnosed with a pancreatic <clears throat> tumor. I was like, yes, that's, that's going to be that's 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 going to be either a cure or a quick kill. Um, yeah. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, I don't know, man, cause it's so interesting for me and as, as an audience member to watch this and feel such, I don't know, sadness really over a character that we barely knew. He was barely on it. He really only interacted with two characters that we know. Yeah. But in those interactions, in the relationship that he had with Sonny Mike, Mike Sonny, and the relationship that he had with Phyllis, not necessarily the relationship that he had with Nina, because they didn't really do much. Um, yeah, they didn't have a, they, they were in a lot of scenes together, but they didn't have a lot of just right. the two of them kind of scenes, right. a lot of dialogue, but they were together a lot. Well, yeah, because uh, um, Nina's been more connected to Mike and, and Phyllis, oh. more so I mean, than She's going to be really connected to him next week, I have a feeling. Oh, well, mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> where does one person end and the other one begin? We can't tell for the next 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and yeah, so it's just, it's just, a a, 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 a testament to the talents of Riff Hutton, who played Lenny, to mm-hmm. the chemistry between Maurice Bernard Riff Hutton. Between the chemistry between Phyllis, which I don't know her real name, and I really should find out, and Riff Hutton, mm-hmm. um, and just uh, just just the quality, really the the subtle quiet quality of Nixon Falls. Yeah, because people are getting tired of it. We've commented on it, okay. Like I thought we were done with it a month ago, but here we are, still there, and here we have yet the latest development in Nixon Falls, where we lose Lenny, and I feel an emotional reaction to that. And my God, I have to look up her name right now because when Mike Sunny Sunny Mike left the sidewalk mm-hmm. 
or the little sun deck or wherever they were. Mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm. would, and she immediately was like, okay, now it's just me and my husband mm-hmm. and fell into that despair. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you can see the moment where she just let go of that control as soon as Mike got out of earshot and, uh, Mm-hmm. Such quality. Now that is a guest star Emmy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I sure, you know, I'm I'm hoping that Phyllis sticks around. I hope they, you know, when uh, Sunny, when Sunny Mike, Mike Sunny. Yeah. Um finds out, figures out he's Sunny. Mm-hmm. I hope Phyllis is still on the canvas somehow, you know. Maybe Maybe she'd be related in some way to somebody in town. Okay, well, what we don't need is another Ashford. That's for sure. No, gosh, no. We don't need another Ashford. <laughs> we can have another another family. Sure. Um, uh, well, with without Lenny and the Tano, um, there's definitely more room for Phyllis to move to Port Charles. Um, have they ever mentioned, I don't recall that they have, that Phyllis and Lenny had any kids? No, that was part of the reason why she kept so many strays and was so dedicated to her work as a nurse and such is because they weren't able to grow their own family. Oh, that's right. I do remember that now. Yes, that's why she um, puts people underneath her wing so much. It's right. because she is maternal, but she wasn't able to have a child. I, I don't I don't know if they ever specified as to how, why, or what. It's just that they yeah. didn't have any of their own kids. Yeah, I, I do remember that now. And they yeah. didn't specify it's just that for whatever reason, yeah. they could not grow So, Joyce Guy plays Nurse Phyllis Caulfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if she's, if she's related to Jasmine Guy. Anyway, that's just, <laughs> it's just a quick flare of the brain. Whitley? Um, yeah, yeah, Whitley, <laughs> from a different Whitley. world. <laughs> yeah, Whitley. Um, she debuted on General Hospital on November 12th and November 13th in uh, the Metro Court when she met up with uh, Nina to talk about Nell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was only two months later that she showed back up on General Hospital in Nixon Falls to pick up Mike Sunny Sunny Mike. And she's been on the show since. Mm-hmm. So really, she's getting close to being on the cast for close to a year now, really. Three months away. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. We, we actually gained a, a character that I thought was only going to be kind of like this little guest spot. And I, I just can't imagine Mike and Nina leaving Phyllis behind. I can't either. And, I can't either. And with Valentine potentially coming to Nixon Falls and such and all of that kind of stuff, I really think, like, once again, it, maybe, maybe you, you remember original Mike. Not original Mike, but second Mike. Mike, Mike the Mike that died. Yeah, Max Gill Mike. Max Gill Mike. You remember him. Yeah. And how they brought him on and then like, we're going to do this quick little Alzheimer's storyline. And mm-hmm. they went, well, we're going to do a medium length Alzheimer's storyline. No, 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 no. We're going to do it all full length mm-hmm. Alzheimer's storyline. And they made those decisions just based off of what was happening, how they felt about the content, how the reactions from the fans were going, what they wanted mm-hmm. to get out of it, how they wanted to position these characters in the future from when this finally happens. And they got a lot out of it. And I'm wondering if maybe something similar happened in Nixon Falls. Because we've had the end point where they beat Elijah, and they, we've had the end point where Nina goes back to Port Charles, and we had now we have this new end point where now Phyllis has to start a new life. Mm-hmm. So are we going to finally be done, or are we going to find another reason to stay in Nixon Falls? I I don't know. I don't know either. But I do know that they clearly said Landview. Yes, they did. They did <laughs> say Landview, didn't they? So look at uh. you. You and your theories being factual. Yep. Good work, Ma. 
I'm proud of you. <laughs> You're proud funny. Of you. So, you know, uh, once again, congratulations to, to, to Lenny and Phyllis and just the amazing run that they had together and, and just... I don't know, man. I, I wish I wish I could better translate my thoughts and my feelings into words for the podcast today when it comes to this. But it wasn't until Lenny was just carried away that I realized mm-hmm. the equality of what we were getting mm-hmm. and how that dynamic is now going to be different. Um, however, I did know that he was going to die within a matter of days when he was dancing with Phyllis. Mm-hmm. Me just, too. Me too. I just... There's just, I just didn't anticipate it after the commercial break. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was the next day. But yeah, it was after yeah. the commercial break and such. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it, I think that it, I don't know, man, you know, there's no pain on his face. He was just carried away. He just mm-hmm. slipped and was done. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we've kind of experienced a death like that in the family. We're just, no warning, just gone. We you sure know? did. So, we we even had less warning than they did. Yeah, yeah. So you know, like I guess it's also a really relatable experience too to be like, oh my god, what a tragedy! But also, thank goodness that it was just finished for him. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's we don't know what's going to happen in the Nixon mm-hmm. Falls now. You know, obviously, Sunny Mike, Mike Sunny is going to be Sunny again someday. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. This this whole thing. I think he might start having um, some more flashes. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. because this loss of Lenny feels very familiar. The sadness mm-hmm. of of his, you know. Of losing being somebody close away. to me, somebody that I kind of looked up to a little bit, somebody that was helping mm-hmm. me be on the straight and narrow, a father figure, so to speak, even over some yes. age. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I totally, I totally get that. Um, and I do also want to really point out and 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 shine a spotlight on something that Mike Sunny Sunny Mike said to Nina about his own memories <laughs> and his avoidance of actually trying to walk down that road mm-hmm. because of how natural it felt to hold the gun. Yeah. Because of how good he is at certain things that he finds maybe not so scrutable. Mm-hmm. And so he's actually mm-hmm. kind of afraid of who he used to be. Yeah, it does and appear that, that way, is, huh? He, no, it, it's not even that appear. He's pretty much said so to Nina. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's worried about who he used to be. And mm-hmm. he's he has a life now. Mm-hmm. Which is fine and good, and he's happy. He's living the simple life. You could see him, you know. Yeah, and, and he, he actually this this was past. You know, when they were dancing and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't seen Maurice Bernard be that animated mm-hmm. ever as Sunny, and of course he can't because that's not Sunny's personality. Yeah. Um, but the open mouth laughter and stuff, yes. I, it was it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, it was, and um, I, I also want to really point out the the quality of the juxta, juxtaposition juxtapositioned scenes of Nina and Mike flirting and kissing and growing closer, and Carly letting it go yeah. as best as she can, and having her scene with her her, her imagination mm-hmm. of Mike. Or up sunny. See, look at me. Mm-hmm. Get used to calling him Mike now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just, just, just the quality, the artful, presentory quality of telling this tale of these two halves of the story mm-hmm. was so good. And yeah, I liked it too. And being able to watch Maurice Bernard play Mike, and then 
switch over to play Sonny, and then switch over to play Mike, and then switch over to play Sonny, as they did these mm-hmm. scenes mm-hmm. back to back with each other simultaneously. That's what they were telling you. These two things were happening at the exact same moment in time. Yes. Yes. Mike moving on, Carly moving on, you know? Ah, mm-hmm. um, oh, it's so good. So I, I was thinking, I was thinking maybe this would spark something in Sonny Mike, Mike, Sonny mm-hmm. Lenny's death because he is going to, he's already seen it and he's going to continue to see it, especially in the next few days. He is going to see Phyllis's grief. Mm-hmm. Phyllis's grief is going to be deep. I'm deep and palatable. Mm-hmm. And, um, he knows he had a wedding ring on. He knows he's married. Yeah. And how could he not think about mm. who his wife may be and what her grief may look like? Because he's been missing a long time. He obviously had a life. Maybe he had children. He doesn't know. Yeah. But I think watching Phyllis go through what she's going to go through mm-hmm. might make him think about well, there might be some folks out there that are really hurting, and they don't have maybe. to. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Now, 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 Valentine shows up. What is that going to have? What is that going to do? Because he's going to be um, on Nina's side. Valentine so? is. I don't think Valentine's going to go there, see what's happening, and immediately fly back to Port Charles and tell Carly. That Probably doesn't seem not. like the Valentine move to me. No. Especially since, while he might not be pursuing her anymore, Valentine does not give up on the love that he has for other people. Mm-mm. So he but may help protect the secret. He might, but but you know, Valentine got to find some. He's got to find a reason why. Well, how can he benefit by that? You know, he's a good person, but he's not really a good, good person. I don't know. You know, I mean, maybe it'll help with the ELQ thing in some way. I don't know. I don't know. Who I knows? Write it. I don't know what's happening. We're going to have to watch to know, know aren't we? We're going to have to see what happens. We're also going to have to see what horrible things Chase has in mind for Michael and Willow. <gasps> Ooh, you know what? We talked about <laughs> him a few weeks ago saying that he was just so buttery sweet, right? Just bubblegum sugar. Oh, man. They're going to give Chase a little I think he's going to be good at it, too. Oh, I think so, too. There's just something about his his capturing of what Juilliard did. Yeah, and his, and you know, you could already see, you know, he's got, he's, you could see some intenseness in his he's eyes. Got, yes, he's got some intensity in his eyes. Um, So, so I guess, I guess if I were to think back to several weeks of him being sick and the obvious difference in his characterization that he had then versus um, the growth that he's having now, uh, maybe they were really trying to set him up as super innocent and look how the super innocent has fallen because of these two well-meaning bad guys. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. And so, you know, and then Austin, of course, egging him Man, on. He's a, boy, ain't he a shit disturber. <laughs> he loves to stir the pot, doesn't he? Oh, he's quartermaining the quartermains. Okay, he is quarter. Yeah, he is. That's what he's doing. He's quartermaining <laughs> the quartermaining the quartermains. Quarter yes. <laughs> I love it. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so Austin is trying to get Chase to find some sort of record, some sort of correspondence, something between Edward uh-huh. and Jimmy Lee to 
get the court to go, oh, he changed his mind but didn't have time to change his will before he passed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, me, he needs a lawyer, doesn't he? Oscar? He's going to need a lawyer. Oh, Chase. Yeah, he's gonna, Chase, no. Oscar Oscar's has a lawyer. lawyer. He's got Scotty Bob. I am. Man, but I always want Mike. I want Michael E. Knight back on the show. <laughs> Maybe he's taking his little vacation. I, I don't know. Oh, speaking of little vacations. Um, Jeannie Francis, right? Jeannie Francis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they're going to write her out. She's she's promised to be back. She's going to be gone for a couple of months. That's her and Riker, does. I guess, are going to go have some fun somewhere. Sure, he just he just directed a bunch of new Star Trek stuff. He just provided his voice to the Lower Decks cartoon show. Jonathan Frakes is a busy man, especially since the yeah. revitalization of the Star Trek franchise. Commander Riker was a popular character, and he jumped right back onto that as much as he possibly could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so good for them. Good for the Genie yeah, Francis so- Jonathan Frakes family. Yes, and they got a couple of kids. They got yeah. they got a couple of kids in college. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, so she's she's gonna she's she's gonna go do you know she's gonna go do like um Fanola does yes and take off for a little bit right but Fanola didn't do that this year I guess she just no um, she didn't she enjoyed her her long COVID hiatus I suppose <laughs> yeah yeah and you know they have a lot of they have weeks a lot of weeks off in the year yeah like when we interviewed kathleen gaddy a couple of weeks ago she said that they had just finished um what three weeks off or something like that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you know i mean i feel like if i was on the but you know i'm not Jeannie francis i'm not at her level you know, I don't have the access to the same money and opportunities that she does. Three weeks to me sounds like, how am I going to fill three weeks and not be bored by the end of it? Uh, um, but I don't have the money to go to Monte Carlo and then to Egypt and then to Beijing and then back home, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're going to find something to do. All of them. So, yeah, no, honestly, it'll honestly, be interesting. I gotta be honest with you, Ma. I gotta be honest with you. Whatever Jeannie Francis does on this vacation, I'm not invested in, and I don't really care so long as she's happy. Absolutely. <laughs> I have, you know, they're in the, in the midst of a storyline now with Laura quite uh, in it quite a bit. So it'll be interesting how they decide to have her be gone. Maybe everything will come to light, including the lying, the uh, the, the tampering of the mail of the voting boxes. Maybe. And she'll have to run out of town, embarrassed and ashamed. Or, you know, the, the, the truth about Spencer will come out and she'll leave. Or something about Ryan. I don't know. Last time, they had Spencer break both of his legs and she went to France. I reason, remember. You know? like, to take care of him, yeah. Lucky will fall off a mountain. I don't know. Yeah, it, that could happen. He could, she could go visit Lucky. She could. That's easy. Easy peasy. Um, yeah. Well, Spencer. Didn't his daddy figured him out? Hmm. Right? I honestly have no idea what you said because I couldn't hear anything while I broke my microphone. (laughs) Oh, okay. Spencer got cut. His dad figured him out. Yes, 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 yes. His father figured him out. Missing that minor detail. Not thinking about the, uh, clearly he missed a letter. Like, he left school, and the school sent back Ryan's letter. So there has been correspondence. 
Mm-hmm. There has been a back and forth. Besides, mm-hmm. the tone of that letter and such, I'm such a fan. I want to hear more of your exploits. It sounds like the latest That's, in a line yeah. of talk. Right. Right. So, right. Um, and, oh, uh, man. Yeah. No one, no one ever should underestimate the cuckoo crazy of Ryan Chamberlain. I mean, he's cuckoo crazy. He's cuckoo crazy like... Uh, Put the lotion on crazy. Put the lotion on the skin or it gets the hose again. <laughs> you know? Yes. A little Buffalo Bill. Not 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 yes. not not um not Hannibal Lecter. That's no. Buffalo Bill. Hannibal Lecter is a little more Cyrus. Yes. So know, I'm Hannibal Lecter. I understand the world around me and how to control it to my favor. Mm-hmm. I miss him. <laughs> me too. Yeah. I miss the heartless <laughs> ponytail. I do too. I do too. Um, well, you know. Maybe when Jeannie comes back from her vacation, she'll bring Cyrus with her. Oh my gosh. I mean, not with her, with her, but you know, they can revitalize that story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all Martin Gray has to do is get in a little bit of trouble. You know, his, his new sister isn't there. His, his brother's back in jail. His mama, well, his mama's being taken care of. That's great. But now there's nobody there to keep me on the straight and narrow. And I'm going to start making some bad choices once again. Maybe I'm going to start <laughs> flirting with somebody. Somebody named Jasper Jacks. I just really want a gay Martin Gray. I don't know why. I just think that would be great. Um, really? Well, gay people don't have to be young, hot Lucas and some troubled teenager who's on drugs selling himself on the streets. They can be old established men who just want a little bit of love and romance in their life. They could be. <laughs> you know? It's true. Could be. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Yeah, I'm just saying. Hopefully he'll be back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure he will be. I'm sure. Just because, be. you know, just because the heartless ponytail's gone, just because his dumb brother's gone, doesn't mean he has to be. Leaving them, Martin Gray was, uh, was I believe he was introduced before Cyrus even came around, or, so, or shortly after, I don't know, but they weren't connected in the beginning. No, they so weren't. there's no reason that they have to still be connected now. And no. since he hasn't been on, I haven't been able to do this voice, and so I'm just really leaning into it. I know, and I love hearing it. It's one of your best ones. Oh well, thank you so much. But, but we did, we did get Scotty Baldwin and uh, Scotty Baldwin and his girlfriend Lisa Lobrecht. Um I love them at the pool, dude. Okay, so them like all the, the making out and stuff, and then and Spencer being like, "Have some decorum," or being like, "Have some decorum," um, mm-hmm. and the just the the, the plastered on ridiculous smile on on Obrecht. <laughs> Like that's what that's what my little sister looked like when she was thirteen and then a new boy. Yes, <laughs> she did have that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I got a boyfriend. I got a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's good stuff, man. It's some good stuff. It was. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, and uh, I just I don't know, man. I I, I also. Like Scotty Ball. I loved her silly hat and everything, and how it got knocked, knocked. off kilter. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, they're so cute. I oh, love them. Man, I love them. They are. And, they are. And you know, and and um, Britta. 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 She wearing that bikini. She looked great. Yeah, doesn't she look wonderful? All right, people. She looked great. You you know what does not denote the complete beauty of a person? 
the little little tiny little 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 line of whatever that exists underneath their eyes that doesn't exist anywhere else on their body. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and even then, you know what's in in the makeup world or is starting to become very, very close to being like really mainstream in when it comes to how people are putting their looks together nowadays? Do you know what people are doing? Do you know what people are doing? At least they're doing this in England. What's that, babe? What is they it? are starting to paint circles tired marks underneath their eyes for what to uh experts say that this is the latest trend i guess in european i don't think it's over here in america because i don't see a bunch of tired people in america um but over in england they're doing that to promote uh natural looks and natural beauty and this that or the other thing and how you know little circles under the eyes can also be gorgeous and all of that kind of nonsense young millennial gen z stuff lame as all get out you know take 60 some... oh, well yeah i am now i am <laughs> hey i don't know what's happening there should be some other options come on now you these young folks now are wearing the mama jeans that were, <laughs> i was made fun of just a few months ago for okay so now it's stylish to have your mama jeans on and you're gonna put some some dark some, circles uh, under your eyes dark yeah. circles underneath yeah. your eyes well how about we just like stain our clothes with baby food and crap like that too i mean you get the whole look <laughs> okay okay all right all right all right, all right, all right. you 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 want to talk to me about things that you got made fun of for that are now super popular you want to talk to me about that oh D, &D right dungeons and dragons Celebrity D&D, Vin Diesel, Terry Crews, Jack Black, all on YouTube and Twitch now playing this ridiculous game that everybody for mm -hmm. decades told me I was a loser for enjoying. Um, yeah. uh, Star Trek has five shows on right now. Five. Five. <laughs> yeah. And people are eating them up. Star Wars, biggest franchise, superheroes make billions and billions of dollars every year. And throughout my entire life in school... Growing up, I you heard how much of a dork, how big of a loser I was for being into that crap. <laughs> now, yeah. now they just make fun of me for podcasting about soap operas. <laughs> 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 but I've got to always be a funny. little subversive, all right? I can never be a, a major member of mainstream society. I have to like my little niche thing that nobody else enjoys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious. So that's a little bit about me as a human being and the life yeah, that I've had growing up. I would imagine over the last year of podcasts, people have started to get to know us as people. Probably. Probably. I don't know. Probably. Hey, a little bit. Yeah, tweet us, you know? I mean, you know, you know, honestly though, you know what we gotta do? We got we really need to start competing with our own fan base here because Honey Dip is like taken over Twitter. She is so incredibly popular now, like more popular than us. So that's good. She's that's got good. actors replying to her all the time. I don't know what. What? We got to tweet more. That's what it is. <laughs> well, Matthew, I, we probably do need to tweet more. But I I get concerned for you when you're on the Twitter. Listen. Too much. People complain. All right. Because you, you get all irritated with those people. I do. I get Remember? irritated with those people. Absolutely. Yeah. And like last week, you know, I, you said, uh you said, um, oh, I should probably um, get off of Twitter. And but, I said, yes, you should. Yeah, and I spent less time on it this week. 
So I spent less time on it this week too because I just have less time actually. But I, I do I, I'm but doing other stuff. The time that I did see on it though, there were people talking about um, uh, Carly and her emotional dialogue that she was having alone in the kitchen while holding a doll. And they were wondering why Carly was talking to a doll. What's the point of this? This is so weird. Why is Carly talking to a doll? This is such an awkward scene. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. So I have to educate the people out there, especially those on Twitter, and tell them what a soliloquy is, which is an old Shakespearean way for you, for the author of the play, to let the mm -hmm. audience know what this character is thinking, mm -hmm. where they just stand alone on the stage and just talk as if they're thinking. And that's what they, they gave Carly a soliloquy. She, if you want to take it and plug it into reality, she was not sitting there talking to a doll. She was sitting there thinking in silence. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I just felt like I needed to say that, even though the people who say these things don't listen to us. Okay. Matt. Yeah. Speaking of Carly yeah. and in the kitchen and yes. stuff. Balls. Let's talk about this baby. Okay. Donna. Matt. This three-year-old that's being spoon-fed. What the heck was that? <laughs> anyway, and you know, Steve Burt must have thought it was weird, too. Clearly, um, GH doesn't know babies. Anyway. Anyway, so when they first showed the baby, when they first showed her. So Donna. Donna. I, for whatever reason, thought that was Scout. Hmm. I don't like that. Why do you Scout over it? Carly and Jason's. You forgot about why Donna. Why is Scout there? Why is, why is, you know, why is Scout there? That's odd. Why is Scout there? And then they said her name. I'm like, oh my gosh. The, dad, they got, the baby's got the sores. Um, but <laughs> she doesn't. No? She doesn't. That child was born in early, early 2019. Okay. Or no, no, no. Later. 2019 okay so she's actually not been aged up it's just that she's not been on screen for so long she's been upstairs being prisoner you know for so long that she's had she's not an infant anymore she's a toddler but they didn't really age her up no they really didn't she's supposed to be too because hmm. <laughs> carly had her right. about two years ago Yes, uh, she was born on screen September 30th, 2019, and was played by a pair of twin babies. Now, she is not played by twins, just a little girl. Mm-hmm. And I love the who they, and I love the little character. You know, they're doing a pretty good job. This They do a great job of casting, actually. Yeah. Um, because this little baby, she looked just like Sonny, and she got dimple. Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah, they got, they got a little Sonny-looking baby. All right, so, um... I, I it just it's just sometimes you just have to take the story for what it is. Um, has Sonny been gone so long that Donna would not remember him? No. Um, has Jason been around so often that Donna would call him dad? No. Uh, <laughs> but that's what they're telling you, and that's what's happening. So just accept it and move on, right? Yeah. Well, you know they they're trying they on it looks like what well, Carly. She hasn't said so much, but you can tell Carly really wants that marriage to be a real marriage. It's it's within her. It's like she's kind of like fighting that own feeling within herself. Yes. 
you know, and, and but feeling guilty been, about it. Yeah. And, but but it did, but wanting she wants a real marriage with Jason. Yes. He does not want a real marriage with Carl. No, 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 no. This has been what has always kept them apart. Everybody is Carly has always been for it. And Jason has been like, no, this is chill. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's why it's never, never happened. Mm -hmm. It's because both parties have not been in on it. And Jason's still not in on it. And he's never going to be in on it because he doesn't love Carly like that. He wants to protect her. He wants to help her. He wants to be there for her, but he doesn't love her like that. No, he doesn't love her like that. And, and, and Carly was right. You know, when she was having that self-examination and just, you know, talking to herself, um, um, I don't know. She said something like, am I, am I, am I, am I doing the right thing? Am I, I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah. And she's very fearful and she's very fearful that even she has this, she wants a different kind of relationship with, with Jason, but she's also fearful that it will screw it up completely. And she won't have, won't, she won't have what she's desiring and she won't have what she had. Well, I mean, I guess the, the safest thing in that case would be to not pursue what she's desiring and just keep what she has. You can still have what you have, but be married and still be what you've been to each other. Mm-hmm. Marriage in this case can just be a piece of paper and not any sort of symbolic gesture of romantic mm-hmm. love and togetherness. Mm-hmm. You know. And I thought to myself when it was when she was talking about Donna calling him daddy. Mm-hmm. Well, dang, his own children don't, his other children don't see him enough for them to even refer to him as daddy very All much. All right, people. Goodness. All right, folks. We see about an hour of every day of these people's lives, okay? Just an hour. At a couple of portions of the day. I'm sure he goes and sees the kids or give them a call when the camera's not on him. No? You don't, don't, you don't I believe don't, me? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what they're depicting. <laughs> I mean, but anyway, but also at the same time, let's also remember that Sam told Jason to leave. Yeah, she did. You are too dangerous for this family. So he's listening to what she told him to do. And also remember the last time he took one of his kids out, the bar blew up. He took his kid to a bar and it blew up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is he really father of the year material? Should he really be spending time with these kids anyway? Mm, I, I don't. He took I, his ten year old to shoot pool at a bar. He did. <laughs> Indeed, he did. And then Julian blew it up, and then Julian got shot, and Julian died, and then Sonny fell off a bridge and turned into Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he fell off the bridge and turned into Mike. What, back in January? Uh, something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Something like that. He's been, he's yeah, he's been, been Sunny Mike. Mike. He's been Sunny Mike for eight months now. He's going to be, I'm sure, I, I think we're probably going to maybe even get like a whole year before he starts res- res- responding to the name Sunny. Maybe, huh? Because, you know, my, my, my fun little theory of him popping into the church and be like, Howdy, Jason, what's going on here? I don't think it's going to be that <laughs> instantaneous. I think it's still going to happen at the wedding, but I don't think it's going to be like, oh, this is my life. It'll just be I like, do think he's going to get little snippets, though. I think he's going to continue to get little snippets mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he has. Um, you know, and like I said, I think um, Lenny's death might actually um, spark some of that. 
You know, I gotta admit, seeing seeing Mike back, uh, Sonny, Sonny Mike, Mike, Sonny back in a suit was weird. I'm just not it used to seeing it anymore. I'm just not used to seeing it anymore. Yeah, it, it was looked, weird. It just looked different. I don't know. I don't it know did. It looked different, huh? Yeah. Hmm. It was. It was interesting, though. Hmm. It was interesting. Hmm. I liked it. Hmm. I liked it. Hmm. So, is this party on Spoon Island ever going to get jumping? Yeah. 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 The Next back week, end of I this think... week, the back end of this week was a very long evening. Yeah. So yeah. we just haven't gotten to the party part. Yeah, we haven't got to the party part, and the launches haven't come, haven't brought over the droves of people that are supposedly going to the show. Randoms. Up. Uh, okay, so listen, listen. <laughs> so Cameron, <laughs> Jocelyn, and Trina exclusively hang out with each other. Who are these other friends that they're bringing? Well, like you said, some things happen that aren't on screen. No, no, we only ever <laughs> see everything that ever happens in their lives, okay? <laughs> There's no time for so, them to do stuff off screen. Now, they, 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 they did like the 10 things I hate about you high school type of thing where they just threw flyers down the stairwell at the high school or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just started handing flyers out at Oscars Meadow. It's it's interesting. It's interesting. I was, I was watching them, you know, the four of them. And I... Spencer and Trina, Cameron and Joss are the new, they are their generations of Lucky and Liz and uh, Nicholas and Emily. Oh, yeah. that That's who they are. Yeah. And they are the children of some, some of those of people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you've got the Weber family. You got the Robinson family. You got the Jacks Corinthos mm-hmm. family, <laughs> and uh, you know uh, the the Cassidines. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 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 yeah. And very reminiscent of uh, this of of the four, you know, the two yep. couples before mm-hmm. when they and they had a lot of screen time and there was a big big connection, you know. And I see the same thing with these four. I just it's, I, um. Yeah. It's very Liz, Lucky, Nick, Emily. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna start trading girlfriends and stuff. Uh, one's gonna develop a terrible drinking problem. The other one's gonna cheat on him with the other person. You never know. You know, and then we're gonna find out that Aiden's actually Nicholas's and not Lucky's, even though the DNA test said that Aiden is Lucky's. But you know, those things get switched all the time. Yes, they do. <laughs> I don't know, man. Aiden's got that dark, dark uh, Cassidine hair, man. All right. He mm-hmm. doesn't have no light Spencer hair. No. No. No, no, no. And what they've no. established on General Hospital Forever is that that Cassidine hair trait is dominant AF. Yeah. Do you know when Lulu was a little, when Lulu was little, she was very dark brunette hair. Oh, really? Yeah. That's supposed to be like like maybe Laura's natural hair color or something. She's just dyed it forever. I don't think so, but she was very she had so and then when she got sores. Yeah. And they aged her a lot. Yeah. Um then she she was Julie Berman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blondie. Blondie. I mean she had dark this little baby they had playing her when well, she was like four. She was about three or four. And and um dark like you know, like Donna's hair. Dark. So you know, I just remember being this twelve-year-old kid watching this show, right? And and Lulu had been a part of the show. I think she was a baby at the time. 
and you were talking to me about the family, and I'm like, wow, what an interesting little family dynamic. Luke, Laura, Lucky, Lulu, and Nicholas. It mm-hmm. just doesn't flow with the L's like everybody else, that's all. <laughs> well. well Luke, Laura, Lucky, Laura, Liz, Laura. Lulu. Yeah. Nicholas. <laughs> well, he wasn't, he wasn't around for a long time. Oh, you know? no, he didn't show up until really... he was a teenager. Yeah, he didn't show up till he showed up to save his baby sister. And he was the secret baby that Laura didn't remember or something. Yes, he was. And, and the Cassidines, you know, stole him, stole him from her and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now, I don't know, now he's trying to outwit his own son. Yeah. You know, the Cassidines are kind of collapsing in on one another, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, who's gonna who's gonna out out? I don't know who's gonna out Nicholas Spencer. Spencer Nicholas. I, just, this is interesting, and I have no idea what Nicholas has in mind. What's he gonna do? Pop out of a closet? And be like, ah, you're the stalker. Like, what is his plan? Is he gonna freak out Nicholas uh, Spencer in some way? Is he gonna leave a cockroach? I don't know. Yeah. But he's being an immature yeah. little baby. That's for sure. Yeah. But I don't know. That might be just Nicholas M.O. for all I know. Yeah. He got a a little excited this week, though, didn't he? He was excited to F over his own son. I don't get it. (laughs) Well, he he got a little excited. He yelled and stuff, and he was talking talking to Ava and just like, it's a, it's, I know it's him, and oh yeah, he's got all kinds of plans. I can't wait for this party. The passion of Nicholas Cassidyne. Comes out and how long it takes him to say a word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where you find the energy from Nicholas Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. Ava. Well, I can't wait till he, what he does to see see what he does to Spencer. Spencer's I, got. Uh, I don't hate Marcus Coloma. I'm sorry, everybody. I just don't hate him. I don't hate him, and, and it has everything to do with the fact that I don't have a long history with Tyler Christopher. Had I known Nicholas as Tyler Christopher a lot better, I might absolutely just hate Marcus Coloma, but I don't. Well, I don't hate him either. I understand that they are vastly different depictions of Nicholas, though. Um, yes. I mean, dark and brooding is the same. Right. You know, um, but yeah, they're they're different. I mean, Tyler Christopher to me seemed a little more rounded i guess i could say just i don't know he feels a little more complete in the characterization of nicholas uh while Mm -hmm. uh, marcus cloma you know there's still elements of this character that he's never explored Mm -hmm. so you know some gaps there Mm -hmm. i I guess i can't i can't be any more descriptive than that Mm. Mm. anyway i enjoy him but you know like i always say he he and he and mara west are just golden on screen together all the time I see you shaking uh, your yeah, head. Yeah, they, they are. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, you got herky-jerky for a second. Yeah, and you, you totally froze, but that's okay. Second. That's okay. We're pressing on. We're pushing forward. Yeah. Uh, well, I like Nicholas and Ava together. I do. They've grown on me. I like them. But, you know, you you really can't. It's pretty hard to dislike anything 
Mora does it's on true. General Hospital. <clears throat> it's true. It's true. Uh, and honestly, though, I don't think that Nicholas and Ava are really going to survive this. No? Mm-mm. No, I just, I just, even if they do come back together, I think it'll be short-lived. I, I, I don't know. I just, there's just some feeling I get about it where we've gotten this from them. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's going to, and they're going to move on to other stuff for their characters at this point. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not really, con- I'm, I'm not convinced that there's, between Ava and Nicholas, there seems to be a little more lust than love to me. Sure. Sure. You know, yeah. they just, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They love they love each other's bodies more than they do each other's minds. <laughs> don't you um, think? Yeah, I don't know because I think that the, the the time to really capture the two of them, <clears throat> they uh, they passed it up by taking them apart with this uh, with this this, this stalker business. Um, they mm-hmm. them developing a team attitude towards Cyrus Renault and constantly mm-hmm. trying to protect each other without each other's uh, permission. Mm-hmm. And such, I thought was a very interesting and great dynamic for this couple that you really mm-hmm. can't get back into now that they've separated. And Ava's like, this is something I'm unwilling to fight for if Avery's in danger. Mm-hmm. It just, it changes their connection. It is no longer this ultimate unlimited love of soulmates figuring it out. It becomes much more technical. It becomes with rules, with limits. Mm-hmm. And that just doesn't, feel the same to me yeah hmm. I, don't know. I, I analyze it far deeper than everybody else does though so i don't know yeah more than me i think uh, um know. so let's talk about that well let's talk about you know ryan a little bit ryan chamberlain blink blink oh blink, my blink, gosh blink 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 harmony does not understand the intensity of his craziness Harmony and what he's capable of. Is just Harmony. doing her job. Uh, yeah, but mm, I, I don't know. I, I just, yeah. You know what she said that all prisoners deserve or have the right to um, um, correspond. Yes, exactly. And that's why she's helping him. Yes. That's why she's helping him. Right. But he's he's too crazy. He's too crazy. It he's too matter. dangerous. It doesn't matter. You can't just take the rights off of one individual because you don't think that that person has d- deserves them. That's just, that's not that's not that's not how the world works. That's not how it should work. And he has the right to to write letters and receive letters. And the and the prison has the right to open every single one of those and read them. Yep. They don't. And they don't. According to Harmony, but they have the right to do that. There's no right. secrets. There's nothing. That's nothing that's being kept underneath the prison that nobody can know unless it's written mm-hmm. in code. But even then, that code has to be so good mm-hmm. that the average person would never be able to come across it. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I, I feel as though Ryan Chamberlain does have the right to send and receive letters. And people have the right to do with those letters as they see fit. Throw them in the garbage can, read them, respond, do whatever. Mm-hmm. It's their right. Yeah. 
So, yeah. no, I don't think that there's any problems with a nurse helping Ryan Chamberlain still communicate with the world around him. And I also don't see any problem with Harmony being that nurse that does that. She's just trying to do her job. She is just trying to be an honest person, to position herself so she could be with her family again. That's true. And she has underestimated Ryan, though, and she could be in danger herself. Possibly, possibly, but I'm not going to blame her for that. No. But Kevin's on his way over there. Yeah, he's marching right over there to find out what's going on here. What's going on with my gay crazy-ass brother? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's going to go, you know, and he don't underestimate Ryan. No, no. He's learned a lesson about that a couple yes, of times. Yes, yes, I don't think he's going to underestimate his brother no. again. And uh, Spencer definitely reminded him of all his failings with Ryan before, before he ran off to, uh, to uh, mm-hmm. I don't know the name of this particular prison yet. Sea cliffs. Seaside, I don't remember. Something, something, something. I don't know. Something. Um. Yeah. Mm. Oh boy, that <laughs> Laura. I loved it with Laura. You know, when that Spencer man, he's a narcissistic little turkey. Um. <laughs> man, he is, and uh, being was- so dis <laughs> and being so disrespectful and awful to Kevin like that. I mean, sure, he was telling the truth. What Spencer said is true. Mm-hmm. However, though, um, he and Kevin are not, that's not a new relationship. I mean, you know, they have a lot, a lot of screen time, but they have, he has lived with, with Kevin and, and his grandma. Sure. For, yeah. 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 For, for yeah. quite a bit of time, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that was and, before um, he found out about Ryan and how Kevin is indirectly responsible for unleashing Ryan onto Port Charles, which resulted in the death of several people. Yes. That's Kevin's fault. It is Kevin's fault. It is Kevin's fault because... Um, and I don't Kevin think he was punished hard enough for that. The court was pretty much like, oh, well, stuff happens. Sorry, boy. You'll be okay. Like, no. Like, he should have been in major effing trouble for that. Kevin got off yeah. easy. Yeah, he did. He did. But um, Laura did put Spencer in check, though. You know, kind of like, well, you said what you needed to say, and now you need to stop kind of thing yeah 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 yeah. but you all can see the incredible insincerity across spencer's face at least i thought oh, yeah. i could see it all you had to say so grandmother bygones are bygones <laughs> yeah. let me shake your hand yeah no it's baloney baloney mm-hmm. baloney 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous yeah it's, you know um 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 but Nicholas really had it right, though, when he was talking to Ava, I think it was, about Spencer and this whole stalker business, um, mm-hmm. where he is not, it's not cute anymore. Right. <laughs> he said almost exactly what I said last week. Right. Right? Right. He's not a little precocious little sweetheart anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not cute no. anymore. Not cute anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I also appreciate the talk that Jocelyn had with Trina, even though you was in my, was in my, was in my, shut up. Um, I appreciate the conversation that Jocelyn had with uh, with Trina about Spencer and about how he is who he is. And that doesn't necessarily mean that he's a bad person with a bad heart, but boy, does he make choices. Mm-hmm. You know? And I thought that was, uh, I, I thought that scene was, you know, 
pretty dang good. Right. I, I like these scenes with the, they, you know, where, where they're just so, so they seem so natural and mm-hmm. so sincere and so real. And that was one of them. Yeah. And, um, an, another duo that, that I, that I feel like, um, their scenes are just so natural and, and so believable and honest is, um, Jordan and Portia. Yeah, they are so good together. They are incredible they? together. Absolutely. Yeah. Really, the acting on this show is so good, everybody. If there's something for you to really like sink your teeth into and enjoy from General Hospital, it's the performances that these actors give. The yeah. words in their mouths might be silly every once in a while. The content of the storylines might be ridiculous and unbelievable at times. But the effort and the energy that these people bring every day onto this set, you can taste and you mm-hmm. can see, in my opinion, you could see the passion for General Hospital that exists within Eden McCoy and Sydney Michaela and William Lipton and Nicholas Chavez. Mm-hmm. You can see how they enjoy this project and how they want to be a part of it and how yes. they want to bring their best to it and they want to make their moment shine. And um, because of that, like at least you and I are very drawn to these teenagers. I'm so mm-hmm. far out of high school and this time of my life that these kids are going Mm -hmm. through right now. But I am invested and interested. I am seeing the excitement of Cameron and Jocelyn coming together. And I'm looking forward to that pop off into adult drama, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and we are going to steal. I think we're going to see quite a bit of that because they have purposely said this past week that everybody's turning 18. They have purposely said... You guys are adults. You guys are adults. Yeah. So we're going to see them. We're going to see they're, them. They're going to fall we in bed to... soon. Yes, we are going to see more grown-up activities. They are too, too, too happy to kiss each other. Yeah. As nineteen-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, and it seems, man, I wonder. You know, that comes across real natural too. I wonder if those two like each other that way i don't know the world will never find out because it's none of our business and if we ever have a chance to talk to them we're not going to ask no we're not going to ask do you like her but uh, <laughs> 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 uh I, I enjoy all that though you know soap operas um historically have always tried to run a real heavy um real heavy uh, teen presence in the for summer. summer. Yeah. In the summer. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. why we're getting this because, razor. So it's like kiddos like you. Right. To a hospital. I remember. In the I remember Liz like, and Lucky on... on the train. Okay. I remember the box. Yeah. Cars, you know? Yeah. 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 That was good. I, and that was, I was invested in 12 years old, invested in the future of Lucky and Liz, <laughs> you know? So yeah, no, I, t- I totally get it. I'm with it. Um, mm-hmm. this, you know, um, I think that it's also good that they brought Nick, excuse me, Nicholas Chavez. Interesting, because Nicholas uh, Bechtel, Bechtel mm-hmm. played him before, and then the character's dad is Nicholas. It's just interesting how the Spencer character can't get away from a Nicholas at all. Uh, yeah, yeah. It seems, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the character. Wonder the, if he says Chavez or Chavez. I don't know. Um, I, I I feel naturally inclined to say Chavez, um, mm-hmm. just because he doesn't. This is going to sound racist as heck, but it doesn't look all that Latino to me. No, he's... But I don't yeah. know anything about him and his ancestry and how to say his name, because I've never heard anybody actually say it. Yeah, but yeah, I've, you know, I've, I've met um, several people in my life with the last name Chavez, and you, 
it depends, you know, I don't yeah. know, maybe, maybe it's pronounced differently depending on what country. For all I know, his last you know? name could be Chavez. Okay. I don't know. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. Why not? Hey, 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 Nicholas, Nicholas, Nicholas Chavez, Nicholas Chavez, Nicholas Chavez. Um, <laughs> if you're listening, tweet us at 10th Floor GH and just, you know, phonetically spell out how to pronounce your last name just so we can, you know, do you the honor of saying your name as your parents gave it to you and not how we think it should be. You know what I mean? There you go. It's like if somebody like was like, oh, your name is Matthew. I'm like, no, no, my name is not Matthew. My name is Matthew. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, Matthew. That's how I say Matthew. No, 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 no. My name is Matthew, not Matthew. <laughs> do you understand? Yeah, no problem, Matthew. Like, I would be annoyed. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if that's how Ingo Rademacher feels or if he just goes on with it because he knows his name is complicated. What's going to happen, Jax? Is he going to die now? He's going to die? Why would he die? Is he going to get so, like, he's going to, like, kidnap Jocelyn and Jason's going to have to stab him? Like, what's going to happen? I don't know. He's pretty mad about all this Jocelyn sure stuff, is. isn't he? And he has a reason to be. Jax just needs to leave town. This is no more uh, danger. This is she's in no more danger than she's ever been. Really, what it is is she's grown to an age in which she can now be directly threatened, and not yeah. be immediately stabbed in the belly for threatening a three-year-old. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I and think that is said- more that than them getting married. Mm-hmm. I heard you're growing up, huh? You're going to college now. You're gonna go play volleyball for PCU. Your first game is on Saturday. I'll be there, sitting behind your mom and dad. Yeah, like that's <laughs> age, not. Not not Sonny and, and, and Carly, or Jason and Carly are getting married. And how I feel, at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. I, as long mm-hmm. as we have Jax telling Carly exactly like it is, he can stay around. But all this other stuff, this Brit stuff, and this stuff, this stuff, that, 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 that I, don't, I just don't care what Jax is up to. And I don't know if that's a me thing or a them thing. I don't know. I could see Ingo taking off and not being on the show much longer. He does that stuff all the time anyway, right? Doesn't he do five years and then go back to Australia? No, he usually he usually leaves and goes to goes to lives in Hawaii for a while. Whatever it is, you know? He does that a lot. Yeah, well, now, I mean, since we're killing off Hayden's mom, who, oh my God, another brilliant performance. Holy crap, I've never seen a dead body on General Hospital as well done as Hayden's mom. Yeah, she looked dead, dead. Dude, the extreme close-up onto the open eyes that never twitched or watered or anything. My goodness. Yes. Wow. So, whoever was in the house with her? Yes. Probably after. What do you think? A thousand percent, absolutely. Yeah. But who is it? I don't know. It's not Drew. It's not Drew. Drew is supposed to show up next week. You and your spoilers. I didn't know that. Drew's going to show up next week. Spoiled me. I'm so mad at you now. Well, I'm not telling. That's all I know. That's all you I know. know. I blocked those accounts on Twitter. What? Those, those, I... those Twitter accounts that are like, next week the preview says on Tuesday Drew's going to come back. On Wednesday, Sonny's going to remember everything. On Thursday, Chase is going to come up with a decision that's going to torture Ch- Michael. Well, I, don't I, I, I don't read all that. I don't read all that. I don't read all that. I'm just saying. That's not a spoiler. We, we all knew that. That's not a spoiler, I know, I know. really. We heard two months ago that he was on set. Like, I'm surprised it's taken this long for... 
And we don't know that it's Drew, okay? We still don't know for sure that it's Drew. We just know Cameron Matheson. It's Drew. It's probably Drew. It's probably Drew. But I don't see Drew being that character. The one that kills mm -hmm. Hayden's mom. I, what, that just, what? And it doesn't make sense to me either. It just What has happened to him during this time to put him here? Like, did he lose all yeah. his memories and he was reprogrammed? Like, I mean, there, I guess there's ways to do it. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't feel like the right way for me. Mostly because I do have a connection to Drew. And I do have a connection to Billy Miller. And how much I enjoyed him before. Mm -hmm. So I don't want this Drew character to come back and be and not be what I enjoyed about him. Yeah. Because I enjoyed oh, I that think he, was, he was nice guy Jason. I enjoyed his 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 warmth compared with his strength. You know? Mm -hmm. I just and I really think that Billy Miller did such a wonderful job of playing Jason without brain damage. Like so good. He did. Like, it, to me, he was the same dude. He just had full access to his emotional range. Right. And it was good, and I just want it to still be good, even with Cameron Matheson playing the role. That's all, you know? Well, I think the role, I think it's going to be very different, a very different Drew. Yeah. I think we're going to have a pissed off Drew coming back. Well, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. I don't know. I think they want you to think it was Peter, but it wasn't Peter. No, I don't yeah. think it was Peter either. Yeah. It didn't even occur to me that it was Peter. Peter did get out of there somehow. Somebody, somebody took his body out of there. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We gonna find out. We're gonna find out. Maybe, maybe next week. Maybe the week after. Maybe the week after. Maybe the week after. Maybe the week after. Maybe. The week I don't after. think we're gonna see much Peter stuff next week. I don't think we're gonna. I think we're gonna just see a whole lot of party stuff. Yeah, I think party's gonna be a couple of days. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a lot of party stuff, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, we'll probably see Kevin. We'll probably see some Kevin Ryan stuff. Kevin Ryan, Ryan, Kevin, Kevin Ryan, and definitely yeah. more Nixon Falls fallout because we're not going to have Lenny die and then take a week off. We're going to see no. all of that aftermath and what's going to happen next, and we're going to see the next part mm -hmm. of this arc uh, start to come out. Um, I do believe that Valentine was considering going to Nixon Falls um, mm -hmm. just to check up on Nina, find out everything was okay because it was weird that she she ran off so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe he'll find out that Lenny passed away, and he'll really feel like he needs to be there. I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. This, the 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 field is wide open. Uh, continuing on, uh, it's good. It's always it's always such a fun build to things. I know that the the, the couple of weeks after the big pop offs for stuff, after the conclusions of storylines, can be a little draggy. But when we get to this part of it, where it's starting to really heat up toward. The resolutions mm -hmm. or the next steps and the next stages of these stories. It gets more and more exciting and I get more and more interested. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know, when when you when you have when you have conclusion, like mm -hmm. when uh the Heartless Ponytail left. When we lost two villains in the same week. Yeah. Um it did it 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 did, you know, it does feel kind of disjointed for a week or two before yeah. something else really yeah. starts really it's you know, unfolding. And then we get the Novak showing up, and you're like, who's this loser, right? And then over the weeks, Novak shows up again and again and again. And it seems as though he's not the rogue Novak. This is just Novak strategy. Yeah, and Jason and Carly are supposed <gasps> to go meet with the five families, aren't they? Oh, my God, Mom. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We got to talk about this. And we're what, already past what? an hour, so this has got to probably maybe be the last thing that we talk about. It's the name of the episode, okay? The name of the episode, Ma. Okay, what is it? 
I'm not just Edward's grandson. I'm also Lila's. Yeah, I love that. Oh my gosh, Ned. Yeah. Look at you growing as a human. Yeah. That's Look at awesome. you saying all you the right stuff. You know what? If all the cues, if all the cues can think that way a little bit, they'd all be better people. Trouble with a capital T. Right. Yeah, because you're right. He's right. You're not religious. Reli- you're not just, um, you're, you know, your legacy is not just Edward. No, no, it's also Lila. Lila. That's also something. Lila, Lila was like, she was, she was probably the most, they never depicted her as making a mistake or telling a lie. She never did the wrong thing. I, she I, never did the wrong I thing. I really need to see some Edward Lila stuff because I do not understand how this devil of a man and this angel of a woman were together. Well, she turned, she pretended a lot. Yeah. You know, not not pretended in, in her experience or the, what she was saying. She pretended a lot of what he was doing wasn't really happening. She yeah. kind of like turned, you know... She did turn a blind eye to a lot of his shenanigans. Right. She did. Because I only know um, enough is enough. I'm done with this. I'm super old Lila. Um, where Edward had had stopped being such a villain and started being a curmudgeon. You know? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I just I just remember Lila in her, in her wheelchair and her cane. And every once in a while, the arguing within the Quartermain uh, den would get so much that she slammed the cane on the ground. and be like, yeah. enough. <laughs> Listen right now, we have, to co- we have to come together as a family to stop this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, that, 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 but that's all I remember from Lila is just boom, boom, boom. This is not uh-huh. what to do. We're going to love each other through this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, and then um, I remember also that Lila and Jason had a very close connection. But then, like, Lila was the quartermain that you always maintained the close connection with, no matter where you yes. were. In or yes. out of the Quartermain family. Lila's who and was quarter- always on your side. Yeah, Lila was always on your side, and she always made sure that you felt loved, and you knew it. Yeah. You knew it. See, we you need that. She we, loved it's, okay, so of the of the Quartermains that exist right now, who do you think would be closer to the next Lila when they get super old? Do you think it would be more Willow or Olivia? No, neither one of them are perfect, so they're never going to be able to have that. No. But the closest to the new Lila, Willow, Olivia. I'm leaning Olivia. I think Olivia too. But Willow just seems like her just her demeanor. She just seems mm-hmm. more Lila-ish mm-hmm. than Olivia. But when it comes to like, um, like the cement of a family, yeah, it's Olivia. So kind of a blend between the two of them would be the perfect <laughs> new Lila. Now, um, I, I honestly, what I'm looking forward to when it comes to Willow is the facade to fall, and this. Oh, I'm going to sing to the animals and make sure everything is clean like Snow White. Mm-hmm. Veneer that she has plastered on her face her whole life goes mm-hmm. away, and we start to get to know who Willow really is, because nobody is really like this. Nobody. This is someone mm-hmm. who's compensating for thoughts that she's embarrassed of or afraid are going to come out. <laughs> yeah, they need to, you know, they need to give her a little more depth. Um, 
They do. And the depth should not be in her anatomy, okay? (laughs) All right? She's dropping Michael. (laughs) Maybe they give her a little more depth like they are, like Chase. Because Chase is going to be, Chase is going to have I mean, Chase is going to make some choices. He's going to have a heads and a tails. He's going to make some choices. I don't think they're going to be deadly or disastrous, but they're going to be hurtful. Yes, he's going to be mean. He's, he's going to be mean. mean. He's going to. Well, he's they deserve it, mean. though. They deserve it. And Chase, like, he he already sees the truth. He already knows what's going on. He already knows why all of this is happening. They don't have to explain a thing to him. He gets mm-hmm. it. I was dying. Willow was trying to make me happy, and then I didn't die, and she felt stuck. Yeah. I he totally understands. I should let her he, out of this. And Austin's like, nah, man, punish her. And he's like, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I think he wants to punish Michael more than Willow, though. Yeah, well, I mean, he loves Willow. And I think he sees Willow's sides of thing a little better. But then Austin also, like, really turned those screws in, uh, in Chase as well with the, your best friend betrayed you. He should yeah. never have gone along with this. Right. And didn't he flash on the fact that Michael put the ring on Willow's finger yes, for him? Yes, yes, yeah. That, yeah. That hard. That really brought some bubbly juices up in him. Yeah. Um. Who when was he thought it? About that. Oh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn was talking to Michael. Brooklyn was talking to Michael this week, and Brooklyn said, um, "I don't know." Like, ultimately, Michael was able to spin it back onto her, and she felt guilty about the whole uh, baby thing right now, and kind of backed off of the mm-hmm. whole situation. But she said uh-huh. something to Michael that I can't exactly recall, but I remember really enjoying it. <laughs> 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 but it was a, uh, but it, it was something along the lines of, "You guys think that you're doing the right thing here, but you guys are actually like being jerks." <laughs> Essentially, was the gist of what she had been saying. I can't recall the exact mm-hmm. words, but mm-hmm. I thought that was great, spot on, and honest and accurate, and something that Michael needs to hear. But he also heard that and went, "Yeah." No, I'm, I'm doing the right thing, which mm-hmm. goes to show that Michael is not as picture-perfect Prince Charming as he presents to the world either. Mm-hmm. Well, he is a quarterman. He's a quarterman. He's also a Corinthos. Well, he's raised as a Corinthos. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's definitely got both, you know, he's well, genetically, yeah, he's a quarterman, but he's the the influence both those families is very deep in him yeah. you know they are his family yeah 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 so um he's just um even though he's the good one of both yeah. families he's still not good <laughs> he he's not been the good guy he the michael and willa have been the villains of this storyline not chase yes they have not chase yes they have chase is his they're poor, doing their poor victim. and it's kind of like chase and sasha they were doing the Wrong thing for the right reason. Well, here's the difference, of. though. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. Um, Chase and Sasha did the wrong did the did the wrong thing for the right reason. What, whatever to, to for the whole Willow uh, uh, Wiley story, which was mm-hmm. weird to begin with. All right. Uh-huh. So their inclusion into that just was also weird because mm-hmm. the whole thing was weird. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's but the Weirdness major difference. Everywhere. The major difference between Michael and Willow and chase and sasha is that chase and sasha don't run around town saying we're the great ones we're altruistic we will do the right things at all times they're just people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. michael and willow run around town thinking that they are better than people good better suited to be better parents they are better suited to give people good lives because they have money they are better at this that or the other thing they see themselves as elite over other people mm-hmm. 
And so that's what's fed into this is, oh, poor Chase. There's no way in hell that poor man is ever going to be able to get to the other side of this unless one of us is involved. So we have mm-hmm. to be involved. Otherwise, he's never going to be okay because we're not being involved in it. Mm-hmm. The arrogance. Mm-hmm. The arrogance. Yeah. They're perfect for each other. <laughs> I have to inspire him. If I'm not there married to him, he's just going to die. <laughs> oh. No. Yeah, she's going to be a, and well, yeah, they're going to give they're going to give Willow other stuff. You know, something's going to happen. They need to make her a little more faceted. They have to make her a little more faceted, and maybe they will. You know, she's going to go into the nursing program. She's going to be on General Hospital quite a bit, be on the tenth floor doing mm-hmm. her thing. Yeah. So you know, maybe they're going to have. They, maybe they will make some changes and maybe. develop her a little bit. Mm-hmm. And beyond Snow White, there's just no way that he's ever going to be able to walk again if he's not walking toward me. What is this there to walk toward? It's only me, Willow. Not even yeah. really the mother of Wiley. I just decided that I am because Michael said I could be. <laughs> like, seriously, I don't understand the connection between those kids. I know we talked about it before, but I still don't quite get it. That's not her kid. He's not no. her mom. No. Or she's not his mom. No. She hung out with him for two months when he was six months old. There's no connection there, so I don't understand why this is a thing, but whatever. Well, it's the only mom he's ever had, though. Sure. Sure. Hmm. I mean, the pandemic didn't help because we weren't able to see Wiley and uh, Willow Bond on camera. Nope. So... That would have helped. And the kid and the and the kids didn't come back when mm-hmm. the show came back. The kids didn't right. come back with it right, right away. And now and now that the you know the restrictions have been lifted and Michael and, and Willa have been able to be physically more closer together and play more into that, you can mm-hmm. it, it's it's a little more palatable their relationship. It makes more sense. It feels more real. It feels less written on the wall just for TV. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're really mm-hmm. playing up these looks. That they give each other. And really, it's mm-hmm. the reactions of the people around them while they're giving each other these looks. Like mm-hmm. Brooklyn and Valentine and all that. Especially Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. If she wasn't yeah. lying about this baby, this whole chase storyline would be totally different. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> she wouldn't be having her own guiltiness feelings. Have a jaw, you over ah. Done ah. You know, <laughs> something ah. That you're ah. <laughs> Feeling ah. Guilty over ah. That's my Michael impression. Sorry. Okay, I didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, he does do that, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, Jonah, uh, uh, Jonah. Starting to sound like who's that actor that sounds like he's Jimmy? What Jimmy Stewart? There you go. One day Michael's gonna wake up and it's gonna be good morning, everybody. It's Christmas. anymore i'm happy i'm happy (laughs) have your money have your money oh goodness gracious michael 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 all right folks well i don't know what's going to happen next on the the general hospital but i know what's going to happen next on this podcast and that's we're going to get the heck out of here
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got days to have. We got things to do. We got more shows to watch. We got a whole week of General Hospital coming up that we're going to have to watch, digest, break down, and then feed back to you in more palatable ways that make you appreciate it better. I hope. Or at least you're entertained by the conversations that we have and the thoughts that we have. You, you can know what we get to do? Huh? You know what we get to do next week? Um, let's go surfing now. Everybody's learning how. Go on a safari with me. Oh, no, we get to we podcast. We get to podcast. In the same room with each other. In the same room next I'm week. I have to bring my pewter. Yes, you got to bring your pewter. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go visit. This is this is the first time that I've actually been able to follow through. And go on back up to the Northern California area from my Southern California location and, uh, you know, see the family, give some mm-hmm. people some high fives, have some mm-hmm. greasy food, show everybody oh, my, yeah. my, my trim jawline. Mm-hmm. You look different than when you left. <laughs> A lot's happened when you starve yourself. I'm kidding. I'm so kidding. I'm, just, I'm kidding. Don't be talking like I'm that, kidding. Matt. I'm kidding, everybody. I'm kidding, everybody. No, you know, a lot more cooking at home. Yeah, okay, so what happens is when you have money, it's very easy to be like, I'm hungry. I'm just going to go get something. When you have mm-hmm. less money, it's harder to do that. And you wind up eating at home more often, which, folks, that's the secret. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, of course. <laughs> you're, you're, the, prepare, the meals you prepare at home probably more than likely would have fewer calories and more nutritional value. Yes, so but but that also means though that you're not just microwaving hot pockets or throwing chicken nuggets in the oven. All right, you got to do other stuff. All right, diversify mm-hmm. it up some. Get some chicken thighs. All right, and do those in a couple of different ways. Throw those on the stovetop. All right, fry them up just ever so slightly. Make that skin crispy and the meat good. Or you can throw that stuff in a crock pot with all kinds of different sauces and vegetables and all kinds of stuff to make some sort of rice topping. Oh my gosh, that'd be yeah. good as well. You know. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's pork chops, okay? There's steak. There's 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 flanks. There's uh there there's there's loin things. You know, like those loin logs. Matt, we gotta get on the dang elevator. What are we doing? <laughs> Creating a shopping list as we go onto the elevator. <laughs> as we go all the way back downstairs, get into our cars, hit the local. I've learned that once you move out of your home area, the grocery stores are different. So I can't use a grocery store that everybody's going to understand. Yeah. I don't think so. Because down know. here, there's Ralph's. Ralph's is everywhere. I never saw Ralph's until I moved down here. But up there, Albertsons, Safeway, 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 Safeway. Not a Ralph's to be found. So I don't know what's there happening in Nebraska. I don't know what's ago. happening in Nebraska. I don't know what kind of grocery stores exist in South they Carolina. Win Dixie. <laughs> See, I don't have a Win Dixie out here. <laughs> The Piggly Wiggly. I don't know. (laughs) We're just going to go to the Cracker Barrel. (laughs) All right, folks. Thanks for joining us right here on the 10th floor. I've been Matt. And I've been Kat. And we'll catch you right here next week. Same place. Same time. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just gonna. Same bat time. Same bat channel. No 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 no